welcome. Good morning. We're glad that you're joining us here this morning. Our celebration services in January will be live streamed at 9.30 a.m. Central Time. Our in-person attendance is currently paused and we expect to return to sanctuary services in February. Yes, you can watch our services anytime on demand at our website or on YouTube. Um, we are blessing Reverend Pat while he is away on sabbatical. And I want you to know that our connect with Reverend Pat continues um, at 9 a.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it will be led by Carla Ryberg and Karen Ani, our amazing licensed Unity teachers. So join them on Zoom. This afternoon at 1 p.m., Linda Neeb returns with her Demystifying the Chakras workshop. That is on Zoom. Um, and hope to see you there. Our noon meditations are now offered Monday through Friday. They're led by a variety of med meditation leaders, and you can join us there on Facebook at 12 p.m. Again, bring us in Monday through Fridays and join us for meditation. You want more of unity during the week? It's not too late to join the classes that we have going for January. Lessons in Truth on Monday evening, Winter Prosperity Class, The Trance of Scarcity on Tuesday evening, Spiritual Social Action on Wednesday morning, and Spiritual Growth Through Personal Loss on Wednesday evening. And they're all offered on Zoom. Any details for any of these activities and events are on our church website, on Facebook page, and on our weekly emails, Happenings at Unity and Peak of the Week. You can always email or call the office for more information. And now I'll ask Reverend Kevin if he will come and lead us in our opening prayer. Welcome. Today is about the power of prayer. And in the book of Luke, Jesus' disciples asked Jesus, how should we pray? How should we pray? And Jesus' response was basically codified in what we know, most of us know, as the Our Father. I want to share this morning with you a second century Aramaic translation. And uh, it will sound familiar, but I think maybe resonate a bit more for you or differently than the traditional Our Father. Praying as Jesus taught us. I invite you just to center in, take a deep breath, and become present. Feel yourself slowing and settling down, arriving into this now moment. Feeling your heart and your mind opening up, opening up to divine love. Divine presence who is everywhere. You birth all things in unity. Your one light, breath, and energy within all you've given life. We clear holy space around your name within. Let it be the center on which our life turns. With our natural vibration raising to your tone, we awaken the world to its higher consciousness of oneness and love as our arms reach out to embrace all of your creation. As we find your love in ours, 
you awaken a divine cooperation within. From many selves, one voice, one will moving in harmony with yours as stars and planets dance through the sky. Grow through us this moment's bread and insight. Loose the cords of mistakes binding us as we release the strands we hold of others' guilt. Do not let the surface things of this life take away from our purpose, but keep us present to help needed now. With our consciousness raised through love, you raise up every peaceful intuition and all power to do. May this inner truth be the ground from which all our actions grow. And for this we say thank you, thank you sweet spirit, and so it is. Please stand as you are able for our opening song, God is my source.
Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, guys. Excellent. Welcome again. Wow, it sure is quiet in here. <laughs> we miss you. We miss you, and we know that you are connecting with us energetically as we are connecting with all of you. So welcome here to Unity Minneapolis this morning. It's, a, it's an amazing feeling, <laughs> this connection that we have, because we all are connected in the divine. There is no distance or time in, in, in our eternity. And so we welcome you. We welcome you. It's always a blessing to share this time together, to come together with the music that is so amazing. We have a special guest here this morning. Pat Sample is going to be joining us with Kev Reverend Kevin. Um, I think I just, I just blew the surprise, didn't I? I'm sorry. <sighs> anyway, we're glad you're here. For those of you who are coming in over live stream who have not been with us before, we want to welcome you as well, especially. Um, there are some, there is a, a link um, on the live stream that where you can pull down a digital contact card. Fill that out for us and, and let us know that you are with us today. We have a special guest, a gift for you if you will send that in to us. It's always good to, to be here, to know that this is a place where we can come wherever we are on our spiritual journey. We are welcome at Unity Minneapolis. And I find it so amazing that we can connect whether we're in person or whether we're at a distance. I feel your energy and thank you for that. And so now what I'd like to do is for us to affirm with each other our I believe it's our vision statement today, which is so very appropriate at this time. So if you would say together with me the vision statement together, centered in spirit, we celebrate a world transformed by love, peace, and compassion. Let's do that again. Centered in spirit, we celebrate a world transformed by love, peace, and compassion. Today, we also honor, recognize, and honor Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. And that vision was one that I know I'm sure he held as well. We hear it in his words. We see it in his actions. And so today, we honor him, his teaching, his words, and his action as he helped to transform a world based on love and peace and compassion. And now, let us say together <clears throat> our affirmation for January as we continue this journey of courage to imagine. I am peace today. Let us affirm, in quiet times of prayer, I am filled with a sense of tranquility. We take that affirmation into the month as we continue this journey of finding courage to imagine that world. And now, Pat Sample will be reading our daily word. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. The, <clears throat> you are invited to mentally add your prayers to the written requests and are in our prayer box, remembering to hold Reverend Pat, our senior minister, in prayer while he is on sabbatical. You may submit an online prayer request via our website. 
Your prayers are then prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity, where they are prayed with for an additional 30 days. The word for today is rise. We affirm, I rise in consciousness to help create a world that works for all. Throughout time, there have been people who led lives that changed the world forever. Their words and deeds provided hope and inspiration for those who would carry forth their legacies of love, growth, and evolution long after they left this life. Their most powerful contribution, however, was their ability to inspire others to express their own divine purpose. As more and more people reach their highest potential, the whole of humanity ascends. Today I honor those who have led lives of service, striving for love, truth, and justice. I take steps not just to commemorate their journey and contributions, but to embark upon my own. I rise grateful to contribute all I can to the growth and evolution of humankind. From the book of Ezra, chapter 10, verse 4, take action, for it is your duty, and we are with you. Be strong and do it. The word for today is rise.
Take a deep breath with me now. And let's go deeper. Let's take our heart, our soul, our mind deeper into God. As we join in a time of meditation, reflection, and stillness. Take another deep breath and just let go. Let go of whatever it was that created that tenseness, wherever it is that you hold that tenseness. Let go of feelings of anxiety, dis-ease. Be in the moment. In the moment that is the consciousness of communion with the divine, prayer, and meditation. With each breath, our soul becomes lighter, shines brighter, and feels peace. And another deep breath, and then just let it out. One of the important things about prayer is that it awakens and arouses within us the self that is capable of standing regardless of what comes. Prayer is that foundation, the solid rock upon which we stand through all things. And so we open ourselves to that consciousness, that knowing that we are strong, steadfast, and we have a flexibility of the reed that allows us to be standing once the wind blows through. The storm has passed. And with each breath, there is another prayer. With each word, there is a prayer. With each action, it is a prayer. Communion, connection, oneness. And in that knowing, we are allowed a respite. We give ourselves the time to appreciate the blessings that flow, the peace, the comfort, and the strength.
And so, as we come back together in an awareness of the moment, I would share two quotes. One from Howard Thurman. Listen to the long stillness. New life is stirring. New dreams are on the way. New hope being readied. Humankind is fashioning a new heart. Humankind is forging a new mind. God is at work. This is the season of promise. Dr. King, in one of his most prayer, famous prayers, says, Use me, God. Show me how to take who I am, who I want to be, and what I can do, and use it for a purpose greater than myself. Let us take those words into our heart and be who we were called to be.
I'm supposed to follow that. Lori, do you want to introduce our guest, please? Oh, it's so great to have him back, you know. Um, boy, he does a million things around town. Theater, clubs, singing, dancing, acting. We adore him. And finally, in September, he was a guest here uh, during Gospel Month. And I was thinking of today, and I went, ooh, Julius. So we have Julius Collins back with us this morning, and what a privilege. Pleasure. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. So as hopefully you've been hearing, our theme for the year of 2022 is all about the courage to imagine. And when I think about combining courage and imagination, I think about wonderful possibilities for us as individuals, as well as us for a community, and even for us as a world. We began the new year with our white stone ceremony, where those who participated in that had the opportunity to go to spirit within to try and identify what's calling, what's calling each of us in the new year in terms of a new name, a new concept, a new word. And I'll suggest that that process of going within to find what spirit or God or source is calling us requires courage. Requires courage. And I'll also suggest that living into that vision, that word, that phrase, whatever it is, will take ongoing courage and imagination to make that come to life in this new year. Sort of like where the rubber hits the road. Last week, our guest, Reverend Megan, talked about the idea of finding peace 
within grief. Finding peace within grief. Seems like a bit of a disconnect. Experiencing grief is a normal part of our human experience. And one might say that deep grief is the cost for loving deeply. There was one thing that she said that resonated with me. And she talked about that when we experience grief, it's as if grief moves into our life, moves into our home, and it's not going anywhere. And that we need to find ways to make our peace with that grief as we live with that experience. We need to find ways to make peace with that grief. And I wholeheartedly believe that we will never ever make peace with grief without prayer and meditation. In terms of today and our topic, if you have more than enough peace in your life, you can take a break. This conversation is not for you. But for the rest of us, I can pretty much guarantee, in fact, I'm not a betting man, but I put a lot of money on this, that without prayer and meditation, we will never ever find that peace, especially that peace that passes our, heart, our human understanding. We need to actualize that with prayer and meditation. As you may know, prayer and meditation is the foundation. It is the bedrock. It is the cornerstone of our entire worldwide unity movement. Myrtle Filmer, co-founder of our movement, healed her body of tuberculosis through prayer and meditation. At one point, she had this profound realization and it really translated to her in terms of this concept that she was a child of God and did not inherit sickness. Similarly, Charles Filmer had a healing as well through prayer and meditation. He had a, a pretty severe injury as a child from an ice skating accident. And over time, through prayer and meditation, he also healed that physical condition. In 1890, Charles and Merle began their prayer ministry which was the very beginning of Silent Unity. Silent Unity is our worldwide prayer ministry which holds continuous prayer 24 hours a day, seven days a week, every single day. Every single day there is someone in continuous prayer sitting in Unity Village in the chapel there. And there is prayer support, one-on-one -on -one prayer support available to each and every one of us, no matter your faith, every single moment of every single day. I can speak from personal experience. It is a gift and a blessing to have that available to us. And if you've never tried Silent Unity, I encourage you to reach out. I want to share a little bit about what Myrtle has to say about prayer. While I use this book, you can kind of see it's a little bit worn. Uh, most of this wear and tear is compliments of my dog, Gus. Myrtle tells us, Set aside regular periods every day for prayer, times that are most convenient for you. Use words of truth during your silence periods. As you change your thinking and bring it into line with truth principles, a transformation will take place 
in your consciousness. Your mind will become keen, awake, alert, illumined, and your body temple will be filled with new ideas, new life. You will be inspired with new practical ideas that will enable you to succeed in a larger way. I oftentimes think about Myrtle as the heart of the unity movement and Charles, her husband, as the, the intellect, the head of the movement. And so let me share with you in terms of what Charles has to say about prayer. Prayer is the most highly accelerated mind action known. It keeps up mental action until man's consciousness synchronizes with the Christ mind. It is a language of spirituality. When developed, it makes man master in the realm of creative ideas. Prayer is more than supplication. It is an affirmation of truth that eternally exists, but which has not yet come into consciousness. It comes into consciousness not by supplication, but by affirmation. It comes into truth not by supplication, but by affirmation. Keep that in mind as we get into the topic. About meditation, he says, meditation is continuous and contemplative thought to dwell mentally on anything, realizing the reality of the absolute, a steady effort of the mind to know God, man's spiritual approach to God. The purpose of meditation is to expand the consciousness Christward to bring into realization divine truth, to be transformed in spirit, soul, and body by the renewing of the mind. So, here at Unity Minneapolis, prayer is the foundation of everything that we do here. I will sometimes refer to it as the quiet, silent, powerful engine that is in the background of everything that happens here. Prayer and meditation are part of every single board meeting, part of every single staff meeting. Each one of those meetings begins and ends with prayer. Responsibility for that prayer and meditation rotates among team members. One of the operating principles of our board of trustees is that anyone at any moment can pause and ask for prayer. This is exceptionally helpful when there are difficult topics being discussed or difficult decisions being made. I know for certain that our board of trustees leaned into prayer, especially around the decisions about what to do as a community with regard to this pandemic situation. I know for certain that they leaned into prayer right before the decision was made to go to online for a period of time as well. Our prayer chaplain ministry, led by our beloved Margie and Andrea, this ministry holds the high watch for all of us, before, during, after services, and everything in between. Our chaplains go through a robust training and certification process and commit to hours of service throughout the year. When the pandemic hit, they absolutely scrambled to ensure that each one of us had opportunity and access to one-on-one -on -one 
prayer support via Zoom. In the year 2021, over 4,500 prayer calls were made by our chaplains. Over 4,500, each one of these to our congregants. Think about the gift of each one of those calls in spiritual support of our community. Do you ever wonder what happens when you place a prayer request in the prayer box or an online request? This is where our prayer ministry and our prayer angels come into play. All of those requests are collected by our beloved Connie and then shared with the person who leads the prayer ministry, Jan Marie. And what she does is assembles all of those prayer requests and then distributes those to our prayer angels all over the place. I believe we even have a prayer angel who resides in Mexico. And these individuals support us in prayer around those specific prayer requests. As you may know, they're prayed with for seven days by our prayer angels and then forwarded on to Silent Unity for another 30 days. In 2021, we had almost 1,000 prayer requests that were submitted and prayed about. Think about that positive impact to our community. As I said earlier, prayer is a powerful and almost silent engine that drives what we do here. And while I believe and I teach that all prayer is valid, all prayer is valid, we practice and we teach affirmative prayer. So you might be wondering, what exactly is affirmative prayer? And affirmative prayer is defined as a metaphysical technique that is focused on the positive outcome rather than the negative situation. For instance, a person who is experiencing an illness would focus the prayer on the desired state of perfect health and affirm this desired intention as if it already happened, rather than by identifying the illness and then asking God for help in eliminating it. Affirmative prayer is empowering prayer, and it begins with the recognition of the source, God. God is and is all-pervading, this universal source and it also rec- begins with the recognition of our oneness with God. In prayer, we shift our attention from our human limitations and circumstances and then begin to focus on our spiritual nature and that oneness with the infinite. And from this space of awareness, we begin to know and access a truth that is beyond our circumstances and human condition. Part of affirmative prayer is all about connecting with God within and accessing that inner guidance. It's about asserting beliefs and outcomes and statements about the future state. And no matter what is going on in terms of appearances, those outward appearances, we do acknowledge the facts, but we claim the truth. For example, I may be dealing with a physical illness or a diagnosis That may be a fact, and yet I claim the truth. In the words of Myrtle, I am a child of God, and I do not inherit sickness. Affirmative prayer is not for God. It's for us. God already knows the truth of our being. And affirmative prayer shifts our thoughts and beliefs to that positive state, and we're able to attract outcomes that are connected with our highest good. 
with this idea of affirmative prayer, unity tends to offer and focus on a five-step prayer process. And these five steps are relaxation, concentration, meditation, realization, and appreciation. So briefly, relaxation is where we breathe deeply and center in. You've experienced this many times if you've had any prayer here at all. And where we begin to know the truth and we begin to step into a greater truth of our oneness with source. We do this by taking deep, relaxing breaths, trying to relax the body, relax the mind, allowing our heart to open up. Concentration is where we consciously recognize that God is all life, all power, all wisdom, and ever-present good. And in that we are part of that God creation, all of those attributes belong to us as well. Sometimes in prayer around this, I will inhale, God is, and then exhale, I am. The third step is meditation, which is really all about silent reflection, as demonstrated by Reverend Tony just not that long ago. We begin to see the power of God is the same power with each and every one of us and that divine potential. And in that silence, we can know at a deeper level that potential. The realization step, step number four. Here's where we focus on and know in our heart and our mind that we have the power to accomplish whatever it is. All the good that we desire is there for us. We imagine and we feel into that and everything is falling into place regardless of our circumstances. We practice faith and operate as if it is already done. And the fifth step is appreciation. This is where we express gratitude for our growing spiritual awareness and for what is being made manifest and that we are empowered to live fully now and into a fulfilling future. I'd like to offer just some general comments or guidance on a prayer and meditation practice. Here, loud and clear, all prayer is valid. Now, the beautiful news is we can't goof this up. We cannot mess up prayer. It's all good. Though there are two key points that I would encourage you to think about. Number one is an intention, a desire, a willingness to focus on and connect with the divine. However you understand, however you name that divine and the second piece here is the need to take some time, and ideally in the quiet and the silence. Just some general guidance around this is have a dedicated place for you to pray. Doesn't matter if it's a chair or a cushion, whatever me, on the floor, whatever it is. Personally, my prayer space is in my bed where I sit up, and that's my space. Some people would advise against it. It works for me. Select a consistent time, considering if you're a morning person, evening person, whatever it is, my prayer time is the first thing in the morning. And I realize that when I don't take the time or enough time in my prayer practice, my days are not as pleasant or as productive or what have you. Choose a prayer method that works for you. Keep in mind, you can't goof it up. And sometimes it's a combination of prayer, reading, meditation, affirmations, denial. It doesn't matter, but find some things that work for you. Consistency here is the key. So even if you are in a different place or time or what have you, finding that time to practice that prayer is, is going to be extremely helpful. And then also just remember the simplicity of opening up to the silence and just being in present. 
For me, the simplest definitions of prayer and meditation is that prayer is talking to God and meditation is listening to God. In my own practice, I do combine affirmations, denial, prayer, reading, silence, all of those together. And I cover them all under that umbrella of prayer. And I'm not sometimes sure where one begins and one ends, and I don't care. It works for me. As I was preparing for today, I was drawn to this item on one of my shelves. And I have uh, on this shelf a number of sacred items that have been gifted to me or that I have acquired over the years. And if you can see this, and it looks familiar, it's a rosary, basically prayer beads. And this rosary belonged to my mother. And if you can see close, they are seashells. And this was the perfect rosary for her. My mother loved the water. She loved to swim. She loved her water aerobics. She loved to sail. She loved going on cruises. She loved living on the water. And this rosary was with her as she prayed around the time and around my dad before he made his transition. And I have this vivid memory of her holding this rosary saying those words, those prayers, those beseeching prayers that are part of the rosary. And I remember sitting with her at the same time as I was silently praying the prayer protection over my dad right before he passed. This is also the same rosary that was with her when she made her transition. And so I keep this, I keep this rosary as a symbol of the power of prayer. I also keep it as a symbol of the memory of her. And I know, I know without a doubt that the prayers represented by these prayer beads and her, I know that provided her comfort. I know it provided her peace, especially in the passing of my father. As you've heard, hopefully all prayer is valid and yet... We practice affirmative prayer. And I've asked Pat Samples, one of our beloved prayer chaplains, to demonstrate affirmative prayer with me as a way of modeling affirmative prayer, but also to give you a sense of what is it like to pray one of, with one of our prayer chaplains, especially if you've never done that, and especially if you've never done that via Zoom. And so, Pat, would you be willing to uh, do that with me? How can I support you in prayer today, Reverend Kevin? Uh, Pat, I'm, uh, I'm not entirely sure, but there's some things that uh, for sure on my heart. I know that there are a number of people in my life, friends as well as congregants, that are dealing with some significant loss, some grief. And it seems like there are a lot of folks that are dealing with that sort of thing. And then also, Pat, I would really appreciate some prayer around my own sort of personal, uh, professional growth and development. As I think to this coming year, I'm, I want clarity about what is it that I'm called to be or do and all of that. And Pat, 
in addition, I would certainly love in my life that right and perfect partner. So uh, we get to ask for it all, right? Okay. All right. Thank you for bringing this to me in prayer. I'm grateful to be able to join you in this. And I, the God in me beholds the God in you as I stand with you and as we drop into that place of prayer within a place of embracing the, the divine permeating presence that's with us and around us. And we just breathe into that divine presence and know its power, the amazing power of God as loving, as peace, as joy, as comfort. We just settle ourselves into that presence and we recognize the desires of your heart and know that God is filling them even as we speak. We recognize the, the beauty of the care that you have for people in the congregation and other people in your life where there is grief and loss going on. We recognize that God is here at present in the midst of this grief, whether hearts are raging or hearts are feeling peace, God is here. God is bringing comfort and God is, is with us in our grief and God is with you as you carry and hold this container for those who are grieving. We recognize that God has great things in mind for you in your work and in your life and career. And we know that you are seeking clarity and we, we trust that there is a great truth here that is awaiting you, that is settling in for you, that is coming to you as we pray. We trust that truth, that guidance, that knowing within you that is the knowing of God, speaking within your heart and directing your ways. We trust that your heart's desire for a partner, a loving partner, is a, in, it, in it all its beauty and sincerity is a magnet it's a calling, a divine calling, to ask for this fulfillment of, of a joint life with someone that's dear to you. And we know that God is present also in that and is bringing this amazing, powerful gifts, the powerful gifts of the unlimited potential that God has for you and wants for you and is, is creating in you now. And we celebrate this beautiful creation that you are and the caring that you are, the, the creative, productive being you are in the world and the companion and loving person that you are. And for all of this, we say, thank you, God. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Pat. Without fail, every time I have gone to prayer with one of our chaplains, my heart has been touched, and today is no different. Pat, how long have you been a prayer chaplain? I've been a prayer chaplain since the program started here, I think about a dozen years ago. So I just so honor and bless you in that, and I just think of you as just one of the most compassionate, loving, passionate human beings mm -hmm. I know. So we're blessed to have you here. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, friends, in, in closing, in closing, hopefully you've got some insights about prayer. And I have two assignments for you this week to consider.
the first thing is I invite you to examine, step back and take a look at your prayer practice. Now, if you're asking yourself the question, what prayer practice, or I don't know what he's talking about, that's a good, and this is not to shame or to, to make you feel bad, but take this opportunity of a new year to step back and look at what are you doing in terms of prayer practice? How consistent, how much time do you spend? What have you been using? It may be an opportunity to increase your time, to increase your consistency, to increase your focus. It might be shaking things up. Maybe doing a different set of readings or at least taking more time in the silence or taking that walk in the silence in nature. But find things that you work that work for you. I don't care if it's a five-step process. There are some unity folks that talk about a 10-step process, a seven-step process, a three-step process. Two-step, that's a dance. Don't go there. So, but my key point is, folks, is find some things that work for you and take on perhaps an attitude of experimentation in terms of trying some things. And if it doesn't work, try something else. Try something else. So that's assignment number one. Assignment number two is focused on tomorrow. And as you know, as hopefully you've heard, tomorrow we celebrate and honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. First and foremost, I invite you to bless and honor his passion for justice, for equity, for peace. Offer prayers of gratitude for his dream, for his vision, for his legacy. And like the Quakers who talk about praying and then moving their feet, I invite you, I encourage you, I challenge you to take action. Take action in terms of something specific, some things that you can do tomorrow, this week, this month, that move forward his vision, his mission of justice, equity, and peace for all. The work is not done. The work is not done. And if not you and I, who? Who then? Wishing us all abundance, of peace, that peace surpassing all understanding. And so it is. Amen. Problems of the day lead them to conclude that for them life is not the way. Every problem has an answer, and if yours you cannot find, you can talk it over with him, cause he'll give you peace of mind. When you feel your life's too hard, go and have a talk with God. Feel your life's too hard Just go have a 
scientist that known throughout the world Solving all the problems of men, women, children, boys and girls When you feel your life's too hard Just go have a talk with God When you feel your life's too hard I just realized, to talk to God today with you, I need a mic. So, thank you. We're blessed. We are so blessed. And Reverend Kevin, thank you. Reverend Pat. <laughs> and Pat, thank you so much. And Lisa, thank you so much. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful message. What a beautiful time for us to do the talk. It's also time for us to give back. So I, I op offer you this opportunity to open up your heart, your being, to give back to Unity Minneapolis. You may do, make a donation, a love offering in many ways. Um, there is a um, digital connection, electronic connection on unityminneapolis.org. We have a QR code which you can use there's always writing a check and putting it in the mail. Venmo and PayPal are also there. Unity Minneapolis is on that system. So I invite you to go into prayer and find that way which you can give and that amount that you can give. And as we think through that, as we hold that in our hearts, let us also use that courage to imagine, that gift of the imagination to image Hold that gift that you are making in your hand. See that. Hold it. Feel it. Know that it is blessing for you and blessing for Unity Minneapolis. And let us say together our offertory prayer. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Now say that silently as you know that gift that you are giving. And we say thank you, God. We give thanks for those gifts and for those givers, for those who give of their time, their talent, and their treasure. We are all blessed with the flow of abundance in and through and as us. And we say thank you, God. Amen. What a day. What a day. What a day. What a beautiful message. Thank you again, Reverend Kevin. 
Next week, uh, Karen Ani is going to be here. She will be giving our lesson next week, and she's going to be talking about other ways that we can find that peace that prayer also brings, using prayer as a foundation. She'll be talking to us about some other things that we can do to bring that peace forward into our own lives and out into our world. I want to again thank Julius and the, and the band, the crew, for some amazing music today, as always. Thank you. Um, I want to acknowledge our prayer chaplains. Um, there will be, there is a meeting ID, a Zoom ID, that you can um, connect with a prayer chaplain today on one-on-one -on -one prayer after today's service. And know that prayer chaplains are here for us. Um, they hold a sacred space always for us. Um, and they're available. So please take advantage of that time and share in that prayer consciousness with them. Um, I'd also want to uh, appreciate our youth. I know they're on online. They're streaming in different ways in different places. So thank you to Cassidy and her crew. Um, and we hold those children, those kids in our hearts. I want to share with you two readings as we close today before we do the Prayer for Protection and the Peace Song. I want to share with you two quotes, both from Dr. King. One that is one of my favorites, and he says, Love is the greatest force in the universe. It is the heartbeat of the moral cosmos. Those who love are participants in the being of God. And another one that I would leave you with today we must walk on in the days ahead with an audacious faith in the future. Let us say together the prayer for protection. Reverend Kevin, Reverend Kevin, won't you and Pat both come up and join us? We'll say the prayer for protection and then sing our peace song. Surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all about.
shall overcome We are gonna overcome We shall overcome Someday Oh, maybe today I know that deep in our hearts we really do believe that we shall overcome someday. Lord, lead us home. The truth will help us be free. You can sing along. We'll do the other song in a minute. The truth will set us. The truth will set us free. Set us free. Won't somebody just say it well? Say the truth. Mistake it that we really do believe. We do believe that we shall overcome. We shall overcome. The truth will set us free. We'll walk in in hand. Place. 
Put a little love in your heart one more time. Put a little love in your heart.